10 to 1, episode 43. Top 10 Kitchen Essentials. Welcome to 10 to 1, a podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. And we did an episode last week on financial advice for those of you that are just graduating college and for anybody else that would love to hear about our little nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> well, this one is also geared towards our college graduates, but also anybody else that uh, it could help. We're just here to help. So, a bit of background on me. Growing up, my mom would often try to get me to help out in the kitchen and learn how to cook and stuff. And I wasn't really very interested in cooking. And uh, I usually kind of had to be uh, dragged into the kitchen. Uh, Unless, you know, we were preparing pizza that night. Then I'd come help put the toppings on the pizza and maybe eat some as well. But for the most part, I just didn't really take an interest in cooking. And fast forward to I just got out of college. And in a few more months, I was going to be getting married. And all of a sudden, I realized, you know, I need to know how to cook. And I don't know what all I need to even start my my kitchen with. Now, fortunately, my mom was there to help me out. And so she bought me some things. But, and it was mostly as far as, like, pots and pans and, and uh, you know, utensils and such. But as far as what to stock my kitchen with food-wise as well, I was completely at a loss. <laughs> yeah. So, this list will have basic utensils and non-food items on it, but it will also have food items as well that you should you should start with to at least, I I imagine pretty much anybody would use these ingredients. Now, I'm no Martha Stewart. I'm certainly not anybody famous beyond this podcast. But I do have a few notches on my cooking belt. I have made deep dish Chicago style pizza. And I've made fried ice cream. I'm not afraid to try new and exciting recipes try making things homemade, and so I feel that I have some experience, and in those months before Brian and I got married, I did learn a whole lot about cooking. (laughs) So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get into my list. These are not in any order. I'm just going to go from 1 to 10 like Brian did last week. Yeah. They're all important. I consider them to be so. Okay. All right, so my number one is quality cooking pots. I Hmm. know fresh out of college, you're broke, most likely. Mm -hmm. If at all possible, though, this is where you want to spend some money. You want to try and get a good kind of cooking pot. Do your research on, on what's a good pot, what will conduct the heat the best and serve your needs the best. But you really want some good pots because... Uh, I imagine when you're first getting out of college, if you're like me, I didn't do much much cooking beyond dinner time. So breakfast was maybe an apple or some cereal, 
lunch. Uh, maybe I'd eat out or have a sandwich. And then dinner is where I would start to crave something a little a little different. Right. So you will be doing a lot more cooking than baking, especially here at the beginning. And I would and while it's nice to have baking dishes, I would stress having pots more than baking dishes. You can do a okay. lot more with cooking pots than what? with baking dishes, I would say. How many and what sizes? Right. Would you think? I would say a stock pot. Uh, boy, I didn't think how many, how many cups that'll hold, but <laughs> that's going to be about, uh, like five inches deep, okay. I'd say. And usually two hand widths across or, or a hand and a half width across. And then you'll want at least a large saucepan, at least a large pot large cooking pot mm -hmm. dutch oven style and large saucepan okay and with those that'll that'll get you started pretty well especially if you're by yourself or you're j or you've just been married you're probably not going to be cooking for a lot of people so just for you and and maybe one other person or your roommate so either way you don't really need too much more than that mm -hmm. okay uh, another nice thing about getting a quality cooking pot is some will even work nicely in the oven. So you can put them in the oven to, uh, on broil or even bake for a little bit. I've done that sometimes. And, uh, when you're, uh, when you're cooking pasta, while a colander is super nice because... You just pour the pasta and the water in there and then just let it all drain out. If you don't have the money, then this is something you can save on. You don't have to buy a colander to drain the pasta. You can just drain it with lid from the pot. It's a little bit more effort, but I've done it many times. And that's my number one, quality cooking pots. Anything okay. you want to say about it? Um, not really. Don't really have anything <laughs> to add to that one. Okay. <laughs> My second one is going to be pretty obvious. It's knives and cutting boards. Now, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say mm -hmm. that you need to go out and buy some really good quality knives. That can come later when you've got more money. Just right now, get some knives. They will serve the purpose until you're able to build up a little more money. I, just, I still have a pretty bad set of knives, but uh, they work for basic chopping. And I, and they were sharp enough for our first year or two of marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't need to get bamboo cutting boards. Knives are going to go the way of all knives anyway. So you might as well just get the cheapo little random cutting boards at Walmart. And I consider these really essential because, yes, you can buy produce already cut up for you already frozen or whatever and just dump it into the into the pot or microwave it but you'll save a lot more money if you buy it fresh and cut it up yourself and then cook it plus it's just healthier for you so that's my number two knives and cutting boards and they don't have to be really good quality at this point okay yeah but uh i mean there's some really good quality knives you can get from rada for a decent price. Yeah, did you just say that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like the chef's knife that we okay. have, that was like a $15 knife, I think. Okay. 
And so... Yeah, and you don't need a lot of knives. You need, like, mm-hmm. a good chef knife and a good paring knife. Yeah. And really, that's about all I use. Yeah. And then just, like, your regular steak knives or whatever for The for eating, but... one or two times that you eat steak a year, <laughs> homemade steak. Well, I mean, you can use a steak knife for other kinds of meat. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I like the Rotta knives, and they're, yeah. they're a good price. That's so. true. Well, there you go. That's my addition yeah. to this list. All right. So my number three is measuring spoons and mm. measuring cups. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, you will be using these a lot, especially measuring cups. Uh, and these are especially crucial if, like me, uh, you are just learning to cook. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how to estimate or guesstimate just by, you know, <laughs> pouring it in and think, okay, I think that's about a cup. You haven't right. learned already what uh, about a cup looks like or mm-hmm. two cups. And you haven't acquired a taste or the knowledge of how to taste test. Because that is kind of a learned skill, believe it or not. Uh, learning, okay, these are the ingredients that the recipe says here's what it should probably taste like. And it's just something you've got to learn on your own. I can't really describe that. (laughs) So measuring spoons and cups, and you can get some, those are really cheap, so no worries there. Don't put them in the dishwasher, though, because the measurements will rub off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe even get one that has the measurements. Ideally, if you can, get... Get them engraved. Right, yeah. something like that. Something metal, It's in ideally. the metal or in the plastic or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that'll that'll last you a lot longer. Mm-hmm. But if not, I mean, they're easily replaced, and it's not something that you get super attached to. All right, so number four, storage containers. Now, hmm. you can go out and buy some, and there's all sorts of different nice kinds. Or what you can do is... Use leftover food containers. So after you eat a package of lunch meat, deli meat, then keep the plastic container it was in, wash it out, and boom, you've got a little reusable storage container. Same if you empty out a container of sour cream or something. Wash it out, and you can use it. Will it be super durable? No, eventually it's probably going to bite the dust in, I don't know, a couple months or whatever. <laughs> but for now, it's a start. If mm-hmm. you're absolutely broke, this will get you get you going. Uh, some other th- storage containers that you're going to want to look into are Ziploc bags. And, <laughs> I mean, they don't have to be Ziploc brand. They could be sure. store brand. Of course. Uh, but resealable bags. There we go. Uh, You'll also want some plastic wrap, cling wrap, foil, things like that. Obviously, you are going to know what your needs are, but these are things that you need to consider to help you store your stuff. Mm -hmm. And then are you thinking, so these are like for leftovers? Yes. Okay. So does this include storage containers for like uh, rice or sugar or flour? This does not. Okay. Okay. You, for so I rice, guess you get sugar, along and flour, with just keeping you them can, in the bag. Yeah, unless you live in a really bug-infested area, mm-hmm. in which case you are really want, gonna want to get uh, either some metal or glass or plastic storage containers that seal shut very tightly, keep the bugs out. Otherwise, 
If you live in a pretty decent place that doesn't really get bugs, then you can just use clothespins to seal the, the bags once you've opened them. If, you know, if they don't have a resealing tab. And that'll work. So that was my number four. Speaking of flour and sugar and stuff, that's my number five. Okay. One of the kitchen essentials that you want to stock up on is flour, sugar, baking powder, and baking soda. <laughs> you will okay. be using those. Uh, you may not be using too much sugar right at the beginning if you're, uh, you know, obviously not going to be doing too much baking yet. But there are still some recipes that call for it, so maybe get a small bag of sugar. Some dinner recipes. And, Yeah. Not too much more to say on that. My number five. Moving on to my number six. Okay. We're slightly into the condiment section. This is, you'll want to get butter, hmm. olive oil, salt, and pepper. Now, uh, margarine is always touted as the more healthful between it and butter. It's not. Yeah, I don't Fat think anyone thinks not, it's healthy okay, anymore. It, okay, <laughs> it used to be. Right. When I was growing up. Right. Fat is not your enemy, people. Fat, naturally occurring fat. So fat in butter, fat in cheese, in yogurt, in milk. Oil. It's not your, yeah, it's not your enemy, people. <laughs> in fact, it's really bad when they work to get that fat out because then that makes the product unhealthy, actually. Your body needs some fat, by the way. Anyway, little soapbox there. So you want to get butter and olive oil. You'll be doing a lot of your cooking and sautéing with that. And then salt and pepper really will carry you far as far as seasonings go. You really only want to buy spices as you need them. And ideally, when you first start out, try to find recipes that will use a lot of the same spices. In fact, I've oh, got... Yeah. That makes sense. I've got over 20 spices. Mm-hmm. And of them all, I'd say the ones that I use the most are salt, pepper, garlic powder, Italian seasoning. Paprika? Paprika and maybe some oregano or cumin. Mm -hmm. So six or seven total out of, oh, I'm going to say 20, 25, perhaps going on 30 that are I've stocked up on just over the years. So, I mean... You Most spices you actually won't be using very often. And if you can, yeah. right now, try to avoid recipes that go beyond the spices that I mentioned. Because those are nice, basic spices. And you can do it. There's a lot of flavor combinations you can do with them. <laughs> so that's my number six, condiments. My okay. number seven, eggs, milk, and bread. So... I'm assuming you'll be having sandwiches a lot and recipes, a lot of dinner recipes call for bread, and you always need milk. Now, eggs, you can do so much with eggs. If you are not able to really afford much meat right now, mm -hmm. because meat can get pretty pricey, eggs are a really good way to get that protein at a cheap price. Walmart often has boxes of 60 eggs for $5.50. That is a really good purchase. Mm -hmm. So I really recommend getting the box of 60 eggs from Walmart. And that's my number seven. 
All right, my number eight, cleaning items. So this could be if you have a dishwasher, uh, just make sure that mm. you buy the right kind of detergent for your dishwasher. If you live oh, in an yeah. apartment complex, ask them. Ask your ho- your uh, people that rent are renting the apartment to you. What kind of detergent does your dishwasher mm-hmm. take? Because that was something we found out after the fact when our dishwasher stopped working here that for some reason they don't have in the lease papers or whatever in the apartment care instructions. So that's a small problem I have with this place. <laughs> but find out, figure out what kind of detergent it needs. Uh, even if you have a dishwasher, not everything you own is likely going to be dishwasher safe. And probably here at the beginning, you don't have very many dishes. You'll be using a lot of the same ones, so I doubt you will be using your dishwasher all that much. So probably just get a good sponge. Ideally, get a scrubby. You can find them online. My mother-in-law makes them. And it's these little crocheted circles that work a lot better than sponges. They don't hold on to the germs as much and when they do start to get really dirty or stinky all you have to do is throw them in the laundry and wash them yeah those are really nice they're very durable too and i i feel they do a lot better at getting the gunk off than regular sponges do Mm -hmm. so that and some dish detergent just i mean you know what you need to clean your dishes but don't forget to get some cleaning materials all right my number nine These are a few kitchen items that I think will be helpful to you. So, first off, a can opener. Doesn't have to be a super fancy one for now, but something to get those cans open. You'll want a cheese grater because, Mm. trust me, fresh cheese tastes so much better than store-bought and, I I mean, than uh, (laughs) pre-shredded. And it's Cheaper. cheaper. And healthier for you because it doesn't have all the extra cornstarch and stuff that's been added to make the <laughs> shredded stuff not stick together. Oh, uh, yeah. You'll want some mixing bowls. Probably probably two or three is going to be plenty for you. And, just, and often you'll find them a large, a medium, and a small size set. And, and that should do you pretty well. And then some stirring spoons. Now, you can make do without spoons for stirring your uh, the stuff in your pot. I have often used cutlery for flipping bacon in a skillet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've often used spoons and stuff. But these will be a lot sturdier than your your cutlery. Plus, they're especially designed to keep the heat off. So, And you can find them really cheaply. So I do recommend getting some mixing spoons and stuff. Slotted and not slotted. Whole spoons. <laughs> uh, it's up to you if you want to get a pasta spoon or a, or a ladle. But you, you shouldn't need more than four or five at the most, I would say. Okay. And those usually come as a, as a set as well. And I mean, you can you can obviously buy better quality ones for to begin with. You can just start out with, with some pretty cheap ones. And like I said, while cutlery does work in a pinch, 
it'll just be nicer to have them. So that's my number nine. All right. Uh, before I move on to number 10, is there anything that you want to say about any of this? I guess I've kind of been blowing through it pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've most, I have a few things that still, still I thought about, but, uh, kind of waiting to see what all ends up on your list. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, and that's the thing is I'm sure I haven't thought of everything. Uh, I was looking through my kitchen and trying to think of what I really did consider to be essential, but uh, mm-hmm. there might be things that aren't on my list that you guys would think essential, uh, depending on your lifestyle and stuff. Right. But this is just kind of to help you get started, get you thinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. All okay. right, my number so 10 last one? is the internet. Ta-da! Mm. Very, very helpful. <laughs> so, one. you... I. I have referred to the internet so much. Yes, I have about, I don't know, 15 cookbooks, and one of them is a Betty Crocker cookbook, another is a Better Homes and Gardens cookbook, Mm -hmm. and they have, uh, you know, different helpful hints and tricks in them, but I have found so much information on the internet. It's just easier to look it up and faster, and you can see what a lot of people have tried, and said, this worked for me, this didn't. Mm-hmm. So they also have uh, really easy things that a lot of the uh, paperback or, or hard copy cookbooks don't have. So they might have substitutions or conversions oh, yeah. that those books didn't think about. Right. And those have helped a lot. So a recipe calls for a wine, and I don't have wine in my house. So what's a substitute I can have? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the Vinegar. cookbook offers one or two substitutes. I don't have either of those. Online, I can find four or five substitutes, and mm. I am more likely to have one of those. Right. Uh, if you're just plain looking for recipes, I would really recommend going to allrecipes.com. That's yeah. where I first started. Yeah. And they, they generally have some pretty good recipes along with reviews that people have written. Mm-hmm. And I really like people, I like, really like websites that have reviews. Also, you can go check out cozer.us slash recipes. Mm-hmm. We don't have a reviews section, but <laughs> these are all recipes that I thought were good enough for me to make again. And so I wrote them down, I typed them up. And they are on there in as clear and easy-to-follow format as possible. Right. If you follow one of those recipes and you find a mistake, or you make it and it does not turn out and it was my fault, it was the recipe writer's (laughs) fault, please let me know because I want to get that fixed. I don't want Mm -hmm. to just leave it there. Right. Uh, My goal with these recipes is to provide you with something that's easy to follow and has guaranteed results every time. Mm-hmm. So those are my number 10, my 10 kitchen essentials. I did have some honorable mentions. Okay. Just real quick. I said earlier that buying meat is expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you buy it in bulk, it's often cheaper. Right. And so then you just use what you need and then store the rest in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And then as you need it, you saw it the night before or something. And then 
I would also recommend if you, a lot of recipes will call for uh, like uh, cream of chicken soup or for condiments and stuff like uh, chickens and chicken broth or soy sauce and, or ketchup and stuff. Try to pick recipes right now that will use repeated condiments, repeated flavorings, and that will be pretty basic to a lot of recipes. So chicken broth. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I like to get is chicken broth concentrate, and the brand is Kitchen Accomplice. It's a pretty nice little brand, and so you just squirt two te- two teaspoons of the concentrate into a cup of water, and you have instant chicken broth. Hmm. Nice. And then some others that are pretty basic, soy sauce, Worcestershire sauce, those pack a lot of flavor. A little goes a long way, and a lot of recipes call for them. So, that is my list of kitchen essentials. What were your thoughts that you had? Okay, Uh, well, the main one that I was thinking of that you didn't mention was uh, frying pan. I thought about that. You You can get along without a frying pan if you've got a pot. And so... If you I suppose. want a non-stick surface, just squirt some oil in there, some olive oil. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. That's true. We use f- frying pans probably more than than pots. I guess pots, so. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I guess you could use a pot to do both. Yeah. Uh, you can uh frying pan is a good idea as well. Okay. That was the main one that came to mind. And then um I mean, there's there's a lot of other things that you can get for pr- pretty cheaply. That right. I think are pretty pretty helpful, like a toaster. You can get a toaster for fifteen dollars. Okay. And what if you don't have that fifteen? Well, you probably. Uh, and is a toaster really crucial though? I well, it's not crucial because because like I said, I base my my list on. You're not going to be doing too much cooking at the start. It'll probably just be more for dinner Right, time. which is probably why I would say a toaster is a good starting out item because it's something that really easy. You don't really need to do any cooking for. You make toast or you can, you know, heat up pizza or... That's what the microwave is for. Maybe that should have been one of your top 10 essentials. Most places come with a microwave these days. <laughs> you don't have to go buy buy your own. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. But anyway, yeah. I feel you can get along without a microwave at the beginning anyway. Well, you can get away without plates right, and spoons oh, and well, forks. That was, and... that was something I did mean to mention is... Uh, <laughs> Eat with your fingers. Obviously, you need plates, bowls, cups, and spoons. Those are a given. Hmm. Uh, I mean... Uh, cutlery, not just spoons. Well, I but, think salt uh, and pepper is a given. You would be surprised. <laughs> when I first started cooking, I didn't even realize that uh, the reason you add salt is to bring out all the flavors in the dish. Mm-hmm. It opens up your taste buds. So there was one time I was uh, trying to make a gravy, and I added some spices and tasted it, and it didn't didn't have any flavor really, and I... 
uh, added some more and tasted some more and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And I just kept adding and adding and nothing was changing. And finally, I went over to our friend's apartment and I told her what had happened. And she's like, well, did you add salt? I'm like, no. She's like, girl, that's what you got to do. So I added it and I was like, whoa, too much flavor. (laughs) I ended up throwing that gravy out. It was pretty gross. Nice. But yeah, salt is a given, and I'm I'm just trying to help all those poor souls out there that didn't didn't learn cooking at home. Like gotcha. So okay, yeah, no, that makes sense, and I think those are some real basic things that you can definitely start out with, and then see what you're What's missing your or what you style? need. Yeah. Right, like um, our neighbors downstairs eat rice every day, so for them, an essential is a rice cooker. Right. Well, and you might eat uh, milkshakes every day or uh, or smoothies. Right. If, you, if you're really going for healthy smoothies, then yes, an essential for you is a blender. Right, right. Now, one other thing I did want to mention. If you are going to be getting married soon and you're planning a gift registry, mm-hmm. obviously just about everything I've said goes out the window. Put on your registry good quality items. <laughs> Do not go with the cheapest thing out there unless, I mean, there's a few things you can go with a pretty cheap item. But mm. for the most part, when you're right doing a wedding registry, you want people, this is your chance for people to buy things for you. And so you're <laughs> going to want good quality. Mm-hmm. This is your chance to not have to spend money on the good quality stuff. Obviously, check the reviews. I like that Bed Bath & Beyond has customer reviews on products. And so something can sound really great in the description. And then you re- read the reviews and everybody's saying this thing broke. It, you know, the towels unraveled, whatever. Mm-hmm. Read the reviews, but try and get something that's good quality. Yeah. Well, and it's also your chance to ask for some things that are not essential. Exactly. So. Yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah, so I hope this has been a help to you guys, you listeners, you girls. Uh, For you seasoned cookers, seasoned kitchen people, I would love to hear if you agree or disagree with me. What were some things that you found to be absolutely essential when you first started out? Uh, If you guys that are just starting out listen to this and you find you disagree with me uh, or you agree with me, and you've tried some of this stuff out, then uh, let me know. Uh, we just love hearing hearing from you guys. We love feedback. How about a vegetable peeler? I'm actually going to say no, because I just recently read a book called Eating on the Wild Side, mm-hmm. and the science is there that the skins of most vegetables are actually one of the healthiest parts for you. So just give it a good scrub and then chop up those carrots and chop up those potatoes, but don't peel them. What about a, like a, a baking dish, like a casserole dish? That's something I would probably put as essential for right, making well, like any sorts yeah, of... Yeah, uh, no, a, a baking dish, a casserole dish is a good thing to have, mm-hmm. but I'd say a pot is more essential than a baking dish. And that's why... It won out. Yeah, but I, I'd probably put it on before I put like bread or, or some of the other things you put on your list. 
What is my list? <laughs> what if they don't like bread? What if they're gluten? Shut up. Gluten free. <laughs> <laughs> what if they're vegetarian and they don't eat meat? Yeah. Or vegan, they don't have cheese. They don't need a cheese grater. Exactly. I guess maybe we should reevaluate <laughs> this list. You know for what? For all people. No. I made this list based on what I thought would be helpful to people. What about based oven on mitts? My cooking. Uh, since this was geared more towards pots and not baking. I did not put oven mitts. Obviously, if you buy any kind of baking materials, get some oven mitts, some pot holders. What about a dish rack to dry dishes? Yes, that goes under cleaning supli- cleaning supplies. I don't think that goes under cleaning yes, supplies. Yes, it does. Cleaning materials. Hmm. You need that to help your dishes dip, drip dry. And all right, all right. And dish towels. Those go under that as well. Right. Yeah, dish towels are important. Okay. Well, are you done trolling? I'm done contributing, <laughs> I think, for the night. So, yep. Let us know what else we missed, or let us know why bread is not an essential item Shut up. for the kitchen. You can email us, tto at cozer.us, or go to our website, tto.cozer.us slash 43. And it's always good to get feedback, so we'd love to hear from you all. Next week, we'll be talking about pop culture quotes that we make well that should be a fun breezy episode until then i'm brian kozer i'm melissa kozer and you've been listening to 10 to 1rundown of items that I don't think are essential and I mentioned a couple of these you don't need bamboo cutting boards you don't need a knife block when you're first starting out in fact I would debate how many people actually need a knife block like I said about all I use is a chef's knife and a paring knife and lately a bread knife since Mm -hmm. we make our own bread yeah probably better about it get the knives individually yeah uh, you won't need an electric mixer right away, but okay. that is a nice thing to have eventually, mm-hmm. especially if you really get into baking. Uh, blender, like I said, and you don't need a spice rack when you first start out. If you follow my That's advice, true. you're not going to need very many spices to begin with, and so you don't need them all nicely sorted or whatever. Probably you do need an ice cream maker. I think you left that <laughs> off your list. <laughs> <laughs> bread machine that has certainly helped to make us fatter not essential i guess machine. but bread machine also is an essential for us we use that every day just about yeah anything else you use every day that you, that you didn't put on the essential list there are several things i believe but that will go on to a future list non-essential kitchen items non-essential mm. essentials nice another episode where i don't have to do anything